0: Jesus said, and I, if I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. Welcome to the Evangelia Show. Hear life-changing testimonies from our Paradise Cook Islands with your host, Mania Clark Mamanu.
1: Kia ora, welcome back to the Evangelia Show. I'm really um, happy and pleased to have with me today Craig Murray. He Kiordanna, welcome to the show. He's uh, loved the Lord, been born again for twenty-five years.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, just had to think about that. Actually, 97, 25 years. Yes, so that's when it all changed for me. So yeah,
1: where are you from?
0: Where am and I from? Roots. I was born and bred in the wonderful town of Kaito in the far north of New Zealand. My parents are from Auckland, um, English descent, but. With the generations of three generations have been here, so we Kiwis have been here for a long time. Mm. Yes, but my mum and dad married in Auckland. They met in Auckland, but pretty soon after they did that, they were both school teachers, and they decided Auckland wasn't really where they wanted to be for a young family. So before they had us, and then they moved up to Kaikoura to teach.
1: And you're from a teaching background as well, aren't you? Yeah,
0: I have. I do have a teaching degree, and I've taught for a little while, and. Yeah, I'm sort of using some of those skills now and what I do here, which is great.
1: Fantastic. And how did you come to be here in Rarotonga?
0: Um, how did I come? We Well, obviously Penny, my wife Penny, and I, um, Penny is obviously a cookie. I don't know if she's from here, born here, and uh, left here when she was young, has been back a couple of times to live. Um, things didn't go so well, and we were... Had always talked about after we got married to maybe come back, and then things happened. Covid happened. My mum had been ill for quite a while, but then she deteriorated, and so she came to live with us, which was awesome. We had a year with her before we before she passed, and uh, after that had happened, we sort of made plans. And about six months later, we here we are. Wow, We've been here for sixteen months now.
1: Fantastic, so yeah. when did you actually move here?
0: End of February last year, so right in the middle of COVID
1: Wow, what a big move
0: It was, it was, yeah, it was, I mean there were lockdowns and then there were out and things and So it was all a bit of a, whether we could go, whether we couldn't go and But the Lord blessed us and here we are, here we are
1: And of course Penny, Craig's uh, lovely wife I interviewed her last year And so she has a wonderful, beautiful testimony And so now it's a real pleasure to have you, Craig, on the show Um, Was faith a part of your upbringing?
0: I had a God awareness My mum was well involved with the Anglican Church Uh, She played the piano, she sang in the choir So we would be at the Anglican Church every now and then Um, But it was really a a Sunday thing you know, God wasn't really active in my life at that time um, as I said had an awareness but didn't really have the Lord in my life at all um, that only happened later yeah, mm. that, that came about later on. yeah. but uh, as I said it was an awesome place to go up, up north. Um, and moved to Auckland after I was first married and with two young sons and um, 95. I think we moved to Auckland, mm-hmm. and yeah, so that was the beginning of our life in Auckland. And then, yeah, I moved to here obviously with Penny. Um, yeah, we had a bit of some trials and tribulations as all families and people do.
1: How did you encounter the Lord and, and give your, your life to Him?
0: Um, started going to once we moved to Auckland in 95, so Parachute Music Festival, yes, was a huge thing. Um, I love my music, and so we would go to the parachute music festival. And then ninety-seven, uh, yeah, they had an altar call at the stage one morning, and I felt the prompting of the Holy Spirit to just, this is, you need to do this, and I did, and it was, yeah, it was awesome, awesome.
1: And yeah. how did life change for you? What did, what did God? How did He minister to you? You know, why did you um, respond to that altar call?
0: I think He had been tapping me on the shoulder for quite a while you know it was um had been attending a church in, in Auckland um for those two years prior so 95 96 into 97 mm. um so we're active in a, in a local church um was Sandringham Baptist yeah and, and things have been changing in my life you know I'd, and then yeah just that parachute it just it was an awesome just a sense of peace and comfort and that and uh, he he wanted me with him, and I wanted to be with him as well. So it was it was yeah, it was really incredible. And um,
1: and how did that change your life, or, or you know, well, did life change for it you? It
0: did definitely. You you obviously see the world through different eyes. Yeah, and um, yeah, it was it was a time of really, I think, I felt more way more at peace with myself. Um, had a young family it was quite stressful. Working full time in Auckland, moving from a small town. Um, Yeah, it was it was for me it was stressful to being in a big city. Um, Mm, That's true. Yeah, from from the country. Thirty five years in a Mm. small town. Uh, So, yeah, and then unfortunately things happened which were out of our control, out of my control, um, which sort of yeah. Wasn't the greatest of, of times, sort of. your marriage. Yes, yeah, and um, um, health wise, um, had a huge time with my father passed away of uh, cancer of the bowel duct. Mm. Uh, four months later, my sister got diagnosed with uh, another form of cancer. Wow. Three months after that, I got diagnosed with another form of cancer. Right. And my mum had been living with cancer for. 14 years, so she was already, she had a type of leukemia which was just ongoing, chronic. So, and then all of a sudden, pretty much the whole family, it was only my younger sister, it was, yeah, so.
1: So, was this before or after? Or you gave your heart to was 2010.
0: Start to question things, obviously. Why me? Why me? Huh? Why me? Why my sister? Why my father? Why my mother? Um, so,
1: and what did God show you?
0: Well, yeah, obviously there was, I, I struggled, I struggled a big time, um, and yeah, there was, uh, my marriage collapsed the year after that, after that, um, so it was, yeah, not a happy time. I was still being scanned every six months for my cancer, so mm. I was, I was, what they call Ned so no evidence of disease so it was good Really? Um, uh, then unfortunately my sister passed away in 2012 mm. uh, from you know, what cancer she had and then so it was my sister and my mum were left and my mum wasn't well as well so mm. Yeah it was a real time of um, having to hang on to the Lord having to cry out Yeah uh, I struggled big time So. Um,
1: But you had no evidence, so what does that mean? No,
0: so no evidence of disease, so when you scan, they they can't find any cells that are, are. so it was amazing.
1: Miraculous?
0: Well, for me it was, because I was crying out every night, you know, I was just, Lord, Lord, you know. And then one night I got woken, I heard a knock at the door, this is about two o'clock in the morning, and um, I got up, looked outside, there's no one there. And then I turned around and I went back to bed and then I heard this voice say it's okay and I went back to the door window again and looked outside there's no one there and I went back to bed and it about, I woke, it got woken up and it, it's okay and I instantly knew yeah that the Lord was just speaking to me saying it's okay it didn't say it was going to be okay or everything's going to be okay It just said it's okay
1: mm. and I just had
0: uplifting in my spirit and just pretty much yeah I'd never heard I never had the Lord speak to me verbally before wow um, so and that's why it was such you know, you're trying to find who's outside who's walking around the house at two o'clock in the morning um, was
1: because it was an audible sound it was an
0: audible voice wow. it's okay and it was you know, now it's ten years later now so I'm ten years free of that um,
1: so what did that do for your faith
0: Lifted it incredibly, but then obviously um, my marriage had just fallen apart. Um, I was on my own, so I had to get up out of a big hole. Um, but it was amazing that you know, from then it was just an upward climb because I knew that he was with me. Um, you know, I'd run away f- from him because of the the pain and the suffering, and where I should have been crying out and getting closer, I went further away. But once he spoke to me, then that was just, let's do this, yeah. And it's, and then um, I met Penny two years later in 2012, late 2012. I thought I'm going to ride around Lake Taupo. They have a race at the end of November. Not, yeah, it's a race. Because so. you like activity. Yeah, I like activity in that. So, and then I looked, and there was this lady looking for a training partner who lived not far away. And I said, oh well, well I'll get out and go for a ride, and anyway. That was the beginning of it. So we started riding together, training for Taupo. Wow. And then we did the race. And then that was the start of our sort of relationship. So it was really cool because we were both into things like that. She loved the outdoors. She loved getting out and doing stuff. And uh, we've done lots of things like that, uh, which has been awesome. And she's been such a blessing to have in my life. And Mm. yeah, she picks me up when I'm down.
1: And fantastic, and likewise, I'm yeah, sure.
0: Hopefully, we can we do that for both of us, each other. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, fantastic. So, what brought you both to to Rarotonga? Well, as I
0: said, I, I mean, I'd, I came here. We came in on holiday in 2016, and we were on the scooter. And I, Penny, I didn't have my license, so Penny was in front, and I was behind it. And I can remember vividly, we drove out of where we were staying, and I just said, tapped her on the shoulder, and I said, "This just feels like home." For me, it felt like home because it's a small place. You know, you buy the water. I just said, this just feels like home. This is where I want to be. Wow. And that was like- Did that come out of the blue for you? It was the first morning I'd been here. We arrived late at night. We drove, went out on the bike at about eight in the morning. And I just said, this just feels like home. I'd only been there eight hours, 10 hours or something. And for me, it was from then, it was just, when can we we do it? And then obviously, um, that was 2016, and then the things happened with my mum, so my mum yes. came to live with us, and then obviously COVID, and a little bit further down the track, so we couldn't, we weren't able to. Um, and for Penny as well, because her time here hadn't been so great mm. previously, and for me, it was part of letting her to be immersed in her culture again. And we'd been listening online to the celebration. We watched him. Uh, podcast wow. so we, we could see that there was an amazing church in action living on the island and yeah we just planned and then here we are
1: and i think th- in the middle of covid
0: yep.
1: for you both to actually move from new zealand to here yep. is nothing short of miracle no and well. it wasn't
0: we flew out and basically uh, we were at the airport and new zealand went into lockdown while we were at the airport we went into lockdown and we were able to fly um, so yeah, it was a miracle that we even were able to get out of the country Fantastic yeah, I think you wanted us there
1: And you're both involved with some key activities and organ- different I- organisations um, here on the island
0: yep. I'm involved in the cricket here now and then we got blessed with the national coaching job Which has just been a real god Fantastic. thing Fantastic Amazing um, yeah, i had gone away from cricket uh, when everything fell apart I just threw it away. I had 10 years in the wilderness really and didn't want to be involved in it mm. and then we went to Ray's hut uh, our, who was we didn't even know was our neighbour as well so we went to Ray's hut the next day after we arrived and, and Ray started talking about cricket and, and another friend was there and all of a sudden I'm back in the cricket scene again. I, a, on another country, like that's on it was amazing, like he's just placed us in the place where we need to be and he wants us to be I think. And, um, so redeeming
1: yeah, just, that sport back to you. That
0: sport back to me and yeah, and it was always a passion, I love to coach, I love to be involved in sport, um, so yeah that's been a big part of Great. what we're doing here. Yeah.
1: You're also involved with Wakama.
0: Yes, Wakama. We we started that up about, we were doing that about a year before we moved but here we've, yeah, I just love being out on the water and it's a good way of keeping fit and, and um, some great people involved as well, I've mm. yeah, some got, got some good friends involved in paddling now and um, yeah, it's a good place to ponder and, and talk with the Lord when you're out on the water. It's an amazing place to do that and I do, I love to do it, That's, that's yeah, you've got the time and you've got His creation all around you, it's a, it's a brilliant environment to be able to do that.
1: That's so true. Yeah. And you're also part of autism How yes. did that happen?
0: Well that's another God thing as well Now, I, I mean, If you'd asked me five years ago If I would be living in Tonga and, and working for Autism Cook Islands That would probably be the way down The, the last thing you would think <laughs> but Here we are, Penny volunteered first With autism, with the Lego program And I joined up Not long later um, So it was nice to get back into a teaching i taught for a little bit so um, it was something that had passed away as well I just didn't want to do that mm. then and then for a little for quite a while so and then again got offered the opposite the position of coordinator uh, wow. coordinator, uh, and accepted that so I do that in a part-time role now um, playing with Lego for a job which is great But Ripper Rugby, we have swimming, they have badminton, we have gymnastics, so lots of programs for the kids, uh, working with from three-year-olds right through to late 20s. Wow. uh, Our autism family is just such a blessed environment to be in. uh, Mm. Both Penny and I wouldn't want, yeah, it's... It's just be part of our family mm.
1: so, I mean I've seen you guys in action and, and with the autism t- children across different ages and different um, situations well, how does God uh, speak to you about, about ministering and how to minister?
0: I think you always I am anyway because always praying always always praying into them always praying into the ministry of what Autism Cook Islands is doing and it is for me it's a ministry you you 've got the chance to pray and assist with the families and the children as well um, you know that's that it's just something that you know, may not be out loud it may be just that you've, you've got a hand on one every now and then time you're with them and you're praying for them and just saying Look, thank you Lord thank you for these wonderful children yeah thank you that they're here and that you're you're here to guide them and be with them and um, yeah and it's it's you can see his hand on a lot of the things that we do Yeah, mm, yeah.
1: That's so true yeah. Do you have that sense of, of in Wakaama ama and, and then in cricket that it's a space that God has placed you in?
0: I, yeah, definitely, I mean as I said it's like if you told anyone the story they wouldn't believe it some of it, you know, that you were there and you were in this environment and you were in this space mentally and physically back in New Zealand not long ago to be now here and, so blessed, and um, I think it's too. You're always aware. It's a it's God awareness on the island. Wherever you drive, there's signs. You know, the Great I Am. Um, it's so am true. So you're always reminded that He's with us, and that's. I mean, I don't think you could be anywhere else in the world and have be able to do that. It wouldn't. It's they wouldn't, true. They wouldn't let it happen. So it's He's always now to the forefront of how you think and how you react. I think because you're reminded of Him. So often, so much, and you're around so many people that <clears throat> either you know, church people or mm. people that you've grown to know as friends in 15 months. Um, yeah, it's it, for us. It's we we don't, we wouldn't want to be anywhere else right now.
1: Fantastic. Like you said, you listened to Celebration Church online before yep. you got here, and and mm. you're you're a part of. Uh, that church as well. There's been many uh, different conferences that have happened recently. Yep. Can you share a, a few things or, or a, a thing where God has been uh, encountering you, has been speaking to you or setting you free in, in any area?
0: Oh, um, the men's what was it conference. conference. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just this, had, just this year? Just yeah. this Yeah. So we had, it was a one day and the evening at the church. So we're back at the church in the evening, but we're at the day we're at Sika, the football ground, football room. And we had a day, yeah, pretty much of dealing with God and meeting God and working on stuff that we had in our lives that all the men did. And it was in a, I've never been in an environment like that. So there was lots of breakthroughs. Um, and for me it was huge. Um, I'd had a sort of a, a battle with uh, unforgiveness, mm. um, and struggled with that big time. You know, it was a real root thing deep down that I was struggling with, and God set me free that day. And, wow! Um, as I was lying on the ground in a bit of a blubbering mess, He sent me visions because the, the the unforgiveness was around my parents and things like that. So, my, and. I'd forgotten about my childhood, I couldn't remember a lot of my childhood, but after he'd done a work with me that day I was lying on the floor and it was like I had a, remember those Kodak things we used to have where you used to put in the shutters and you'd click them? And you'd be able oh to, yes! Yeah, like the, your pictures? I do, yes. Well I was lying on the floor and it was just, my life was going through on those pictures in my head. I was just seeing my, me and my sisters playing, I, I remembered. Everything just came back to the surface. It was just the most incredible thing. My parents all the good times that we had, it just all came, I had these visions, it was just incredible and it felt like I'd been on the floor for hours, but Mm. it was obviously only only minutes, 10 minutes maybe, just having this these pictures playing through my head and um, yeah, it was a major breakthrough, yeah, for me. Uh So I was so blessed that day. yeah, and it's just when we do really push in And we, we ask, I think in the right environment And the right people around mm. you um, He does a real work And God did a real work on me that day So it was amazing yeah.
1: Beautiful For you yourself, I mean the whole world has been affected You know, with, with COVID for two years And uh, the lockdowns and so on You know, how did God speak to you during that time When there was quite a lot of fear um, Amongst some people
0: our autism family was um, hit quite hard, so lots of the families had to go into isolation, but uh, we, we were one of the very few that didn't, so Penny and I, weren't in, we, we never had to isolate. Um, so and I think we were put in that position so that we could be a blessing. Like because of through my job, through autism, we were giving out care packs, so I was still able to go and get the care packs and deliver them to the families and do things like that. So he was definitely, you know, a part of what was going on there, that we could again just be a blessing to others and be able to to, to do that, to take the go and get the care packages and take them to the families and uh, yeah. So we could, and you could see yeah some of the distress that the other families were in, and you're able to pray and pray into that and that yeah. It was although it was you know it's, it hasn't been and it's still not a great obviously it's it's something that is in I think it's now with us and we're going to have to live with it for Mm. a while longer Um, but for that time for that where we were and where we are again I mean we were placed in a position where we could help and it was great it was amazing to be able to do that
1: what do you see as the most important what's God calling you to be doing at this time I mean you are involved with it add to anything else that you haven't already shared about what you're doing
0: I think um, yeah I He's placed us here, and we're able to do now um, what we're all meant to do. Yeah, live for him and be the light and shine and be the light shining for others, and um, be a blessing to others. And uh, Penny has always done that. She's shown me the way with that one. You know, we we brought <laughs> half a house load of stuff here, and she you know, I said, so "We got to sell a, a bit of stuff." No, we're going to give it all away. So we gave it gave it all away. It was wow. just a blessing to have we gave it away. And that's that's how she is. So she's always been that way inclined to just to give, to give, to give. And she's led the way there. And um, I'm slowly getting on board, but she's uh, been a real guiding light for me as well with regard to those sorts of things, how you live and how you react in that. And it's been such, as I said, such a blessing to watch her just um, shine and grow in, in Rarotonga while she's been here as well.
1: What's your visions for or your hopes for the island here?
0: Well, I think obviously, I think Jonathan speaks it out quite often, yeah, for Rarotonga and, uh, and the Pau Naua to be saved, yeah, and I think that's a cry that I think uh, I definitely would mirror, yeah, that, yeah, it will happen, yeah and the, in the island, they'll it will be saved. Yeah, I mean, it's just prayer and pray into that, and pray into that, and pray into that, and pray into that. And then, uh, there's such a God awareness on the island; people know of God. It's just flicking that switch to know to have God and in, in, in His power here yeah, in the Holy Spirit. And, and uh, I've no doubts that that is going to happen. Yeah, no doubt whatsoever. Yeah. And your
1: does your heart. Uh for your for your children, for your sons, yep. and and for home, for New Zealand.
0: Most definitely, yeah. I've got a granddaughter in New Plymouth who's four, coming four. And nice. Um, so we see her on Zoom or you know, on Messenger and that every now and then. But um, yeah, you do miss not having them around. Uh, my sons are older, so 25 to 34, three of them. So um. Oh, we're in touch and we we keep together. Penny's got children in Adelaide, Melbourne, and one in New York, so there's a wow. spread around. So, um, but we're looking to I'm looking to go over next month, and Penny's looking to travel to go and see hers in the next little while. So, um, just to catch up. So. Yes. Yep. Yeah, but um, yeah, they're all doing well. Not being near them is obviously you miss having a yes. close, especially the Moko. Cool. But I think this is the season for where we're meant to be. Yes. Right now, this is where God has planted us, and we have no doubt that that is where we are, is the right thing to be doing
1: right yeah. now. Yeah, and I'm sure there'd be, you know, your children will all be looking and seeing how you and Penny are flourishing, yep. you know, and seeing the goodness of God mm, over your life. Most
0: definitely, most definitely. It's, um, yeah, it's been 15, 16 months of lots of things happening. Um, one on top of the other And all of them got given Yeah, All of them got given and, and we just thank him And yeah. we just feel so blessed yeah. mm,
1: Beautiful And so if you would Had a thought or encouragement Or a verse that you would um, Like to share with our listeners today What would that be?
0: I think it's Psalm 25 I think it's the psalm I go to It's a psalm of hope So My hope is you, my hope is in you uh, it's a song, I used to sing quite a bit, so... Can you sing a few um, Probably not, <laughs> but it's about my hope is in you, mm. and um, it's showing me the way, you know, guide me in truth in all my days, and yeah, that's the one I go to pretty much every morning, it's something I sing to myself, and um, yeah, I think that's and strengthens, strengthens and guides me and leads me that song, and um, yeah, it's how I start my day. For me, it, it's it's a beautiful song. Mm,
1: beautiful. What would you like to say to our listeners about God, about about faith, about Jesus? I think
0: just pressing, really pressing um, prayer. You know, it's prayer, prayer, and more prayer. Yeah, and obviously being in the body. You know, He wants us to be part of the body. You know, we may not be the brain or the head, but we can. What we are is just as important. And um I think, yeah, getting along to your local church, being embedded in their local church, that's the best thing that you could ever do mm. in your life. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And to the person that might be experiencing the same testing times that you have, what, what would you say to that person? Just
0: cry out. He will answer. He will always answer. Yeah, He's always there. You may not think it and you may not know it, but he'll come through. Yeah, He'll always come through. Yeah, I got to pretty, some pretty dark places and... It's okay, and he told me it's okay. And I'm sure if anyone else cries out to him in the way, yeah, that that want to they want to connect with their God, um, he's always there. Yeah.
1: And you're a living testimony to God's. Well, most definitely,
0: most definitely. Um, Yeah, it's it's been a real journey, and yes, yeah, yeah. He's blessed me with good health from when I had no hope. yeah, and, and there is always hope. If you would like to discuss this testimony more, contact com website or celebrationchurchrarotonga Facebook page. And to hear other life changing testimonies, subscribe to the Evangelia Show podcast and on Spotify. Kia ki to ora e manuia. Ie, koko.